Welcome back to the Querida Mari podcast. If you're watching me here on YouTube, welcome back. Um, I am Maria and I am your host for this episode and every episode here on the Querida Mari podcast. So anyway, today I have a very sensitive subject um, and it's trauma bonding. And I want you to take really good care of yourself. Um, this is an episode that I'd rather you not listen while you're driving. I'd rather you listen um, to it sitting down because it's a very serious subject and it's also a subject where your mind might go into connecting the dots as you listen to me um, share this information with you. So I want you to take really good care of yourself. Um, I am going to be talking about sensitive subject, you know, subjects here and um, as always, this information is very is is very important, and I think it deserves more. I, I wish that more people would be talking about um, the effects of trauma bond, not only when you are in a chaotic relationship. And now these relationship, as you know, I am a marriage and family therapist. But these relationships can be a friendship. It can be um, it can be in the workplace. You can find yourself being trauma bonded to to your parents. If, if it starts there, um, you may experience this for the very first time with your spouse or your partner or whoever you're in relationship with. And so um, if you don't know what it is, you're not going to know what is actually hitting you. You're going to feel as if you don't, you don't even know yourself, right? And so I want to share this with you so that if you are in this situation you can finally know it's not you it's a situation that you're in and if you can leave leave and if you can't like I always say there's a lot of million reasons why um, people uh, need to stay not because they like to be abused but because they are in situations that they just can't leave and um, and it is what it is, right? I'm not here to judge. I'm here to provide you with information. And as always, do your own research, right? Don't take my word for it. Don't take like this video, the only video in the world about trauma bonding. There's, um, there is, or there's plenty of information out there. I am one of, of many people sharing this information. I just wish it was more mainstream than it is. I wish that talking about these types of um, relationships and these types of ways of relating and generational trauma and the way that it's created was more mainstream than positive psychology. Because positive psychology can is sometimes can blame the survivor, you know, and blames the victim and the abusers almost never seen, right? And so Today with this, I want to share with you what is trauma bond and what it isn't, okay? So one of the things that trauma bond is a way of connecting with one another. One of the, one of the things that it's not is that people, well, let me share with you what it is. So the trauma bond, it's created when there's an abuser and a victim, right, of domestic violence or an abuser at work 
and an employee, right? The trauma bond, there's always one on top and the other one is at the bottom. And so the one on top is the abuser, then the one at the bottom is the victim. So it's like the hierarchy, right? And in a narcissistic relationship, it's the narcissist who's abusing the, the victim, their, whoever it is, if, whether it's the child or the one that has the least power in the relationship. And so um, you also see this in cults, um, the trauma bond, and people have a really difficult time leaving a cult or leaving a religious group um, that can mimic a cult. And so it is very difficult when someone has been in a trauma bond type of relationship for many years. It's very difficult. And so that's why I am, if you can leave, leave. And if you cannot leave this relationship, get as much information as you can so that you learn tactics on how to survive while you're in a relationship like that. And so, again, a trauma bond is good times mixed with bad times. The good times and bad times. So it's a chaotic back and forth of um, there's some good days and then some bad days. And there's some good days and there's some bad days. And then one thing that I hear a lot is, well, the, it's, it's not so bad, right? Like the, the bad is not so bad. When the bad is really bad. They just don't know that it's really bad because they don't know any different, right? Um, and a lot of people in these relationships don't know, they don't realize that they're being emotionally abused, that they're being um, physic not physically abused because a lot of them are emotionally abused and psychologically abused and they don't realize it because it's happened for so long. They've been molded and um, baited and gaslit and all of these things that they don't realize that they're being, that they're in a trauma bond with whoever this person is, okay? And so again, this can happen in the workplace, this can happen in friendships, and this can happen in parent, with parents and children, and it happens more than you think you know. And if you have never experienced trauma bonding, you are a unicorn you are one of not so many and god bless you that um you have not experienced this because it's awful and so one of the things that happens as well when you when someone is in a trauma bond relationship a lot of people leave the relationship or the friendship or the job or whatever and then they go back right they go back to that relationship and then they're wondering what the fuck? why am i here He's abusive or she's abusive they or they however they identify and they do this they do that they do this they do that they you know they do all of these bad things to me why am i still here right and you're, you're wondering like you're so confused and so gaslit and you don't you're not thinking straight one of the things is that you are in survival mode your mind your body and your soul are trying to survive trauma active trauma which is emotional and psychological and sometimes physical so when you come to the conclusion of oh my god i don't know myself do some research because you might be experiencing trauma bonding and you're being abused 
in a way that you don't you probably don't recognize that you're being abused because it's very subtle sometimes right the abuse comes very subtle now when the abuser gets sniffs that you know and you're onto them the abuse will escalate and that's why it is very you have to be very careful when you leave these toxic relationships because the abuse might escalate and that is an intimate relationship is what I'm talking about at this moment so um, and also the blame it's always never placed on the abuser it's almost always placed on the victim she must like getting hit she must like being abused but no one says or calls out the abuser why is he doing this this is so wrong right and here's the thing sometimes the the what's happening what the victim is experiencing it's so outrageous that other people will probably not believe you I was just, just having a conversation with one of my clients this morning in regards to that sometimes what the abuser says and does it's so out of the norm that when you express this to somebody they're, they're like that's impossible like that's crazy that sounds crazy it is fucking crazy and that's why there's self-blame right and that's why people stay in these relationships longer than they should or longer that they want to is because of the self-blame because this is outrageous i don't even believe in myself why is it how could this possibly be happening right there's a lot of cognitive dissonance that happens during the trauma bond type of relationship okay and so one of the things that trauma bond is not is um trauma bonding is not two people with a bottle of wine talking about well, this is what happened to me and this is what happened to me and this is what happened to me and this is a moment oh my god and then the tears come out and girls are bonding blah, blah. that's not trauma bond okay that's just you talking with your girlfriends about experiences that you guys shared and you're drinking a bottle of wine and then the next day you feel so good because you shared your shit with your girlfriends that is not that is not trauma bonding you're not bonding through trauma trauma bonding is a manipulative tactic that perpetrators do to manipulate and gain power and control over their victim that's what trauma bond is okay so think about um and you you'll see this with parents and children as well okay so um one of think about it like uh nicole brown right no nicole simpson brown whatever that guy um oh my god i'm blanking on his name simpson um and nicole simpson that was a trauma bond that was abusive princess diana harry prince harry and his wife there are so many people that um that are you know in well they're dead now but except prince harry but um there's so many people that go through this they're in the public eye but they don't they always go towards the victim like why did they stay why did listen no one shows up on the first date throwing fucking punches no one if that happened there would be you would <laughs> you would be get you, you get it now right 
Like, no one shows up with, like, hey, this is my, this is the way that I, like, like, I'm in a relationship, I'm going to trauma bond you. No, no one shows up like that. This is done through time, right? It's to gain power and control over the victim, okay? Now, not everybody experiences trauma bond in childhood, right? That's what I said. So, what you're going to see is a relationship where the way that you can identify it when you don't have it in childhood. In childhood, it's gonna, parents are going to show you in a different way. But in an amorous relationship, it's going to vacillate with them being nice to you. And then they're mean to you. And then they're nice. And then they're mean. They're very inconsistent parenting styles, right? It's not like they're nice to you for a whole year, two, three, five years. No, it's not. That's not how it it's looks in the parenting in childhood, right? So it's going to be very superficial. They're going to have very rigid boundaries, um, and it's very it, it, in a in a in a relationship with a parent. Um, the love of the child to the parent has to be earned. Remember, these relationships are transactional. They are not, um, I love you, you love me, you know. So it looks very similar and different in these, in these realms. But it's very, the tactics are the same to gain control over you. So the parent requires, just like a narcissistic person, requires them you know the victim to idolize them and not everybody that uses trauma bonding or um these manipulative tactics are narcissists not most of them are if not like most narcissists and trauma bond are is associated with narcissism but not all narciss not all people that do this trauma bond are narcissists okay so do not um, they don't teach you parents don't teach you to to individualize either to how to individual individuate from the family system so in other words a parent that is teaching you how to not be independent but to be codependent on this parent is going to instill dependency it's going to instill fear and it's going to instill fear of abandonment and it's also it's that is going to foster you you know feelings of not being good enough which then is a recipe for you to fall into a relationship like this of trauma bonding and love bombing and all of this other stuff you can fall into that okay so there's a lot of there's a lot of dynamics, a lot of family dynamics, a lot of family patterns. This topic, again, is huge. It's huge. So that might lead you and, or make you vulnerable to falling into a trauma bond type of experience. And also, someone that was not um, taught to individuate, go, to, go away to college, 
be your own person, be an independent self-thinker, you're going to be, you, I shouldn't say you're going, like it's a definite, you may develop this people-pleasing way of being, which is also a trauma response, which is like, is fawning, right? Fight or flight or freeze, fawn. So I'm going to talk about the, the trauma responses on another video. Okay, so the fawning response is something that people do, survivors of, of trauma will do to keep themselves safe. And so that's also leads to victims self-shaming and self-blaming. Okay, so not only does society blames the victim, but the victim begins to self-blame confuse and all that other stuff and then what happens is they stay in these relationships longer because they're like well maybe it's me maybe it's maybe I'm doing something maybe it's that because that way of thinking is also coming from a childhood where I'm trying to figure out how I can make my mom or my dad happy how I can be good enough for my mom or how I can be good enough for my dad or something like that when you're set up to never be good enough for your mom and dad because they don't want you to leave. They want you to stay and be, you know, um, feeding them, okay? Instead of you becoming your own person and feeding yourself and being your own. Okay, so in regards to the trauma bond, remember that it's relational. It's a relationship, okay? So trauma bond is dysfunctional. It's harmful. The dynamics are mixed in with um, nice behaviors that mimic love. It's not love. People that love you don't hurt you this way. People that love you may hurt you, and then they apologize and they don't do it again. Okay, so this, this I want to be clear that this what you're experiencing, love does not exist. It's love bombing. That's the way the literature is calling it, but it's not love. Okay, um, it's all. It's also another question that I, I want, I'm looking at my notes here. Another question that I get is, do they know, like, do the people that are hurting you, the people that are manipulating you, the people like the narcissist or the abuser, do they know that they're doing these manipulative tactics? Okay. One of the things that survivors of abuse always ask is, do they know that they're hurting me? Now, ask yourself this question. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you know when you're hurting someone? When someone tells you that, they're, that you're hurting them, do you continue to hurt them? No. When you're being manipulative, do you know that you're being manipulative? Yes. Do you feel guilty for being manipulative? Yes. Then they know that they're hurting you, right? We all know that we're hurting and we continue, right? They know. They know you've told them plenty of times, you don't do this, don't do that, please don't stop, da, 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 and they continue. They know. You've told them plenty of times. Now, that question, do they know that they're hurting me, comes from 
trying to justify their behavior. Well, maybe if they knew, they would do something different. No, they know, okay? They know. And but that uh, that question also comes from childhood, right? Well, if I knew like how to do X, Y, and Z, then my parent, I wouldn't make my parents so mad. I wouldn't make my my mom so angry with me. Well, maybe if I can control myself, maybe my mom and dad would like me, or maybe I would be good enough. No, no, girlfriend. Mm -mm. No. You were created as a child perfectly okay you're a child your mom and dad were there to raise you support you and be loving to you not abusive to you okay so that i just want you to know that um it's not you and you don't need to justify their behavior okay but we all do this you know People that have been in these types of relationships justify, especially people like us that are empathetic and highly sensitive. We take on other people's bullshit to see if we can fix it. Nope, we ain't doing that. Okay? Those days are over, long gone, turn the page, new year, right? So one of the things that trauma bond is not trauma bonding is not a response to trauma okay a trauma response is like responding appropriately to a trigger so something triggers you a sound a smell something you see an experience triggers you and you have a response appropriate response to that trigger that whatever that trigger is that trauma response might last minutes it might last you know not years trauma bonding is years not a not um a trigger right so now there's trauma responses that happen while you're in a trauma bonding relationship or in a trauma bond with someone um and some of the common uh, responses to trauma bond is self-blame, justification, experiencing shame, cognitive dissonance, isolation, um, suicidal ideations. You might experience homicidal ideations. Um, and this reminds me of, um, I'm going to be super duper aging myself, but if you ever, like um, you young people that are listening, if you Google Lorena Bobbitt, this was a woman that in the early 1990s, she was in a relationship with her husband and she was, um, I believe she's an immigrant of somewhere in Latin America, Ecuador, Colombia, one of the, those two countries. And she was married to this man who was abusing her, raping her um, for years and years. She ended up cutting his penis and throwing it out the window of her car. And she was found not guilty. She was found um, in uh, like reasons of insanity, right? He went off to make pornographic films and then he was, he was uh, caught in some, like, I don't know, 
types of crimes having to do with inappropriate behavior or some sort of behaviors. So this is something that trauma bond, right? These are responses. Now, is that appropriate? Like to go and cut somebody's penis off and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. You would have to ask her. Like, I don't, I was, I'm not there, right? So is it appropriate? I have no idea. Probably not. Most likely not. But people with PTSD and people with complex PTSD have a tendency to blame themselves for responding appropriately to triggers, right? And one of the things is I want to make sure that the PTSD um, is a one, like a one-time event and you're responding to that one-time event. Complex PTSD is relational. It, it lasts longer. It's uh, years and years of exposure of the trauma. So trauma-bonded individuals have a tendency to blame themselves for what's going on in their relationship with their spouse or workplace or friendship, um, which is inappropriately being blamed because it's not a relational takes more than one person, right? And so, and also blaming themselves for the accident or things like that. Um, so one thing that I also want to talk about and, and share with you, and I know that I'm going a little longer today, um, healthy relationships, I'm going to do versus trauma bond relationship. Okay. So healthy relationship, it's respectful. Trauma bond, it's volatile. It lacks respect. Healthy relationships, not perfect, but it's consistent. Trauma bonded relationships, very inconsistent. Healthy relationships, it's invested in each other's growth. One person supports the other, the other supports the other, okay? In a trauma bond relationship is extremely imbalanced. The scale goes towards the abuser. The victim supports the abuser. The victim gets no support, okay? Now, in a healthy relationship, each other's vulnerabilities are sacred and safe. In a trauma bonded relationship, the victim's vulnerability are used against them and nothing in the trauma bond relationship is sacred. Okay. So nothing, it, it, it's just like free for all in regards to the, to the, um, abuser. Now in a trauma bond, um, can happen in many types of relationships. If you need to pause this video, pause the video and come back. If you need to pause the podcast, pause the podcast take care of yourself and come back. Okay. So the trauma bonded relationships, things that you probably are going to see is inconsistency, love bombings, followed by devaluing and discard, lack of empathy, blame shifting, which I spoke about that last week in the Darvo's video. So if you want to, um, watch or listen to, um, the deny the attack and the reverse, the victim to the offender, Yes, uh, last week's video was about that. So also using the I'm going to leave you as a threat. So is fear of abandonment. Again, if you were raised in a household where you were not launched properly, individuation was not um, something that was taught to you, then this is something that you, it might work for you. The relationship is transactional. The masks there, you know, there is one way they're one way behind closed doors and they're another way 
you know, outside to the outside people. Um, you go from connected to not connected. You go connected and then you feel not connected and then you feel connected again and then you feel not connected. So that's the inconsistency of a trauma bond. So if you're in a relationship where you go from connection to disconnection to connect, just take a listen, you might be trauma bonded. The relationships are roller coasters. They're exhausting. You justify your partner's behaviors. There are secrets in the re in the relationship, um, se inappropriate secrets in the relationship. There's a ton of future faking, a ton of love bombing, and then a ton of discarding, back and forth, back and forth. And and then in a friendship, what you might see is that you're carrying the load of the friendship, and is seems to be one sided. You're the one that's holding up the friendship. So if you can leave the relationship, do, if not, um, what, you know, like it is what it is. Like if you, if you can't, you can't, but sometimes people do leave the relationship and the trauma bond, the confusion, the maybe it's me, maybe I could have done something, maybe, um, you know, I could have done something different. And then the gaslighting that follows, then that trauma bond brings you right back into the relationship, okay? So um, again, next week or the week after, I'll talk to you more about the central nervous system and your trauma responses, okay? So this is a topic that I really wanted to share with you, um, that it's this is not in your head. These are things that happen to a lot of um you know, domestic violence survivors. And then um, you can see the toxic relationships that may leave you feeling confused. It may leave you feeling fear, loneliness, isolation. Um, it might leave you like, what the fuck is going on? Frustrated. So again, this topic is huge. This topic of trauma bond, you'll see it in parents, in children, in childhood relationships. It looks different and then it looks similar. Um, and again, um, I want you to I want you to always know that um, in regards to if you leave, because this is something that I always hear a lot of, is a lot of people are afraid to leave. They can, but they're afraid to leave because they're afraid to live alone, right? And I want to share with you, living alone is sacred. If you, f if you choose the time after leaving a relationship like that, as sacred time for you to get to know who you are, what your needs are, what your wants are, like how you want to show up in the world. And you want to use the time that, you know, for you, dream big, do big things. Um, alone, living alone is better any day every day than living in a in a in a toxic relationship where you are required you have to be somebody else's emotional dump truck because the reason why they can show a mask to other people is because they use you to regulate their emotions they dump their shit on you they project their shit on you they project their their need their their shame onto you and because you're empathetic and you are a highly sensitive person 
you will have the tendency to absorb that because you will always be stronger than them. And so the thing is that it's a matter of, do you want to live alone? If you can, again, if you can, do you want to live alone and explore who you are and live a life of however you want to live? Or do you want to be somebody else's emotional dumpster? You know, and that's something that is a question that only you can answer and depending on your circumstances. So if you found this information valuable to you, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast. Share the video if you found value in it. If you didn't, that's good too. Um, But again... This is information that I wish was more mainstream. There's a lot of people that I've shared this information with that have said, I wish I had known. I wish I had known. And so as I learn, I will share information. And so keeping it real, take really good care of yourself. And again, come back to this episode two weeks from now, a year from now, because you will learn something every time that you listen to this um to this podcast or you decide to watch this video thank you so much for watching thank you so much for listening and um i'll see you next week with another video take good care